Hey everyone, Preston Keller here. Welcome to the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. Hey, if you're on Instagram and Facebook, be sure to connect with us. We are at Rush Students for both. And if you're a new podcast listener, first of all, welcome to the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. We exist to help equip and inspire and impact youth pastors and youth teams for the cause of our students. Everything we do is for the youth. So thank you so much for being a listener to the podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, we invite you to leave a rating and review that helps us get the word out to more youth pastors. And you can join the team by leaving a rating or review, by texting this to your friends, to your youth pastor friends, to your youth teams. Thank you so much for all that you do. Every time you uh, post about an episode on your Instagram story, it helps us so, so much. Hey, we've got another great episode lined up for you. Today we're talking missions trips, and specifically AYC. If you don't know what the AYC is, it stands for Apostolic Youth Corps, and it's a ministry that coordinates multiple North American and international trips, missions trips every single year that your students can go on, that even you and your youth team can go on. So you can visit apostolicyouthcore.com for more information uh, to see all the uh, locations for 2021. They've got amazing trips lined up. And in this episode, we're talking with Sunitha Clayton, and she is the AYC director. We talked to her about why missions trips are important, what visiting a new uh, culture and country and nation can do for a student's worldview or a youth leader's worldview. There is so much good when one travels outside of their own country. So that's what we're talking about. We're diving into missions trips and AYC with Sunitha Clayton. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. We're so excited to have Sunitha Clayton here with us. Uh, she joined the UPCI Youth Ministries team as the Apostolic Youth Corps Director in the spring of 2017. We're talking about missions trips today, and she fell in love with missions the summer after high school on her first trip to Central America. Sunitha graduated from Missouri State University with a Bachelor of Science degree in accounting and plans to finish her master's degree in the future. Along with her love for numbers, she enjoys event planning, foodie tours, oh yes, coffee shops, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. All types of travel. And today she's going to help you and I as youth leaders see the value and potential impact that missions trips can have on our students and our youth groups. Sunitha, we're so honored to have you on the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for allowing me to get on here and connect with youth workers, youth pastors, and even maybe some young people. I love talking about missions and the future and anything related. Let's say it like that. But things are going well. How are you? How have you been? Awesome. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, things have, things have been good. Um, yes. Yeah. Trying to kick off this fall of 2020 as our students going back to school and whether that's online or on site and uh, trying to figure out youth ministry, what that looks like this right. fall. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Are... Yeah. Well, we're uh, talking about missions trips today and um, 
Talk to us about AYC. Let's assume there might be a youth leader out there that doesn't know what Apostolic Youth Corps is. Okay. Uh, maybe just um, tell us all the basics, like what it is and how we can utilize yeah. youth groups. Okay, so absolutely. Apostolic Youth Corps, that's what AYC stands for. We talk about, we talk in acronyms a lot. And some people are like, okay, I need you to tell me what these stand for. So AYC, Apostolic Youth Corps, it really takes mission-minded young people and pairs them with sites all over the world in North America and globally that need and desire evangelism assistance. So really it's like a group of young people. They're just like, hey, I just want to be used of God. I'm going to dedicate some money. I'm going to dedicate some time out of my summer. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to go over and really be exposed to missions and just help a missionary or a host, a metro missionary, a church planner, just really plug in their community and whatever they need from us. That's what we want to do. During those trips, they're um, seven to 11 days, depending on which trip you choose. And ages, students from the age of 15 to 35 can go on these trips. So I know that's a big age age range, but then we have groups or age groups from all over. They come, we all mingle, we all blend well, go over and do missions. Um, you'll get to do some sightseeing, really get to see the country, the city, get engaged in the culture of that city and the culture of that country. We do a serve project based off of Matthew 22, 39. So, you know, that humanitarian effort, either work in an orphanage or a homeless shelter or clean up the streets, you know, whatever that looks like that helps the host missionary. And then we're involved in ministry opportunities, whatever they can engage their students in. So I really challenge our hosts to be like, okay, you know what missions looks like and you know what really exposes students to ministry on the foreign field. And a foreign field could be global or North American. So I said, whatever that looks like, just really chalk it full for our young people to really engage because I want them to kind of get pushed out of their comfort zone a little bit and really get exposed to missions so they can see what God has for them to be engaged with for their future. So that's kind of like in a nutshell what AYC does. And um, the students get there. I know it's kind of scary because some of these young people are like, I'm not going to go on a trip without if I don't know who people are. But I promise I tell the students all the time that at the end of a trip, you're going to say, how in the world did I live without this group of people before? Because they become family. So it's an awesome experience for young people all the way around. And that's awesome, for sure. Um, say, uh, as a youth pastor, we've got a student that heard about AYC uh, at camp or youth congress or whatever it might be, youth convention. Yeah. And uh, they, they're wondering what the application process looks like. Uh, can you break that down for us? Absolutely. So it's all online, all electronic, nothing gets mailed in, no paperwork, nothing like that. It's all you submit things online. So November 1st applications open up and it is a first come first serve basis. So a lot of people will kind of ask, okay, well, if I want to go on this specific trip, this, you know, certain destination, I encourage them to apply on November 1st, because once that trip gets full, we only allow so many on each trip that we'll close that trip and they can't apply for it again. So whenever you apply, they'll kind of ask you like profile questions. It's really easy. It's not asking for blood work, your background check yet, or anything like that. So I promise it's really easy. Um, and they have an application fee. It's a $200 application fee right now, but that does go to the cost of the trip. So let's say you saw, I want to go to um, San Marcos this next summer. I see that it's $1,200 or whatever the price is. Um, that $200 comes off that cost. So you really only 
would owe the remaining thousand dollars for that trip. So it just helps kind of get things rolling. Um, after the application is submitted, they have to get their pastoral approval, you know, from their pastor. It's a link that they get. Their pastor submits it online. It sends to us. We kind of review it. And then we will let them know if they're approved or not, if we need more information. Mm -hmm. And I say that sometimes we over communicate. So whatever email address works best for them, we send them a lot of information to go through that. And then after they get approved on a trip, there's a lot of stuff that happens off after that, but we all communicate digitally. So that's how the application process works. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, very helpful. And as a youth pastor, thank you for uh, making that pastoral approval like that. That's really, that's good. Yes. Yes, yes. Protects everyone. Um, what's the, you mentioned there are North American trips and global trips. What, uh, what's the difference there? The difference is pretty much the, the link. So North American trips are seven days and global trips are 11 days. Um, they're a little longer because you have that international travel because usually it takes you about a day to get there and a day to get back. So we kind of want to get the same. But um, North American trips are younger age. So when I said 15, you can, the year you turn 15, you can go on a North American trip, your young people can, and that's for North American only. You have to turn 17 the year of the trip to go on a global trip. So it is probably a younger demographic. Some young people at the age of 15 are like, I wanna be involved in missions, but I just don't feel like I could go overseas just yet. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the parents are more comfortable if they do a North American trip in a host city and Metro city. Um, but as far as the structure of the trip, they still do the surf project. They still do the ministry opportunities, the sightseeing in the, in the, that culture and all of that. So the ministry opportunities are pretty much the same. It's just location and length of the trip. Mm, awesome. And that's so, man, thinking about a 15 year old going on a trip. It's, uh, <laughs> so it's really awesome. I mean, to experience something mm -hmm. so early. And in those years of, you know, developing, figuring out your calling and, and all of all of those things, it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, for, for a youth pastor or a youth worker, um, maybe they've never had a student go on an AYC trip or, or whatever it might be. What if a youth staff is like feeling uh, led to uh, really promote locally and want to create a culture of, of their students going on trips. Uh, what are some things they can do in their local youth services? Yeah. So I would say getting students mission minded. And I know that a lot of times we think missions is overseas, you know, that we have to like fly across the ocean to do something. And I'm all for it. Global missions is my heart. You know, I love global missions 100%. But also missions is outside our four walls at the church. Mm -hmm. So if a youth pastor, I feel like wants to create a culture of serving others, like start some outreach or start some evangelism just in your city, you know, and get the students like geared to think, okay, I need to get outside and move and do something for other people that way. So maybe if you can engage, like if there is a homeless shelter in your local community, or you could go do a street cleanup one day or go out and um, do some kind of like park service or street service, you know, to get outside and get connected. And as students realize that like sharing the gospel outside the four walls is something that we were created to do. I think that they'll start being like, okay, I want more. And so then they'll want to go on an AYC trip or they'll want, you know, for a North American or a global, but it just creates that culture of thinking outside 
the box to bring just to share the gospel with people. And I've noticed um, that like when we do that, so back home before I became um, AYC director, I was a youth worker back home. And I just realized that if we can encourage our students to get outside that they're like, okay, I want more, I want to be engaged more. And then when students start going, on trips, those students come back and really it's like positive peer pressure and it changes the culture of your hyphen and your young adults, especially because usually, you know, they're 17, 18 when they go on their trips for the global trips, but those people, those students come back and it changes your culture from them. Like they tell their testimony and then students that are there kind of like on the fence, they're like, man, I want to be involved. I kind of maybe want to do this, but I saw that I don't know, Sarah, or I saw that Ben went on this trip and how much it changed their life. I want to be that. I want to do that. And so they're like, okay, well, I know they went on this trip and God really changed their life. So I'm going to go. So it kind of creates like positive peer pressure, culture change. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's, let's talk about that for, for a moment. What can a missions trip do for the worldview of a student? Yeah. So I think my motto or, my, the back of my mind is exposure breeds burden and it also changes your perspective. I feel like I know when I went on my first missions trip to Central America, my mind, my perception, my perspective on life was totally changed. And I don't feel like I was selfish or anything like that. But also we always talk about first world problems, right? We kind of look at things where like, okay, well, I don't have my charger. Or I don't, I don't have the coffee shops to choose from, you know, all these things. And we joke about it like, okay, hashtag first world problems. But nonetheless, like being on the foreign field really changed my perception of life and how God can use me. And that's probably my favorite thing about a missions trip as well is because you go on these missions trips and you've heard all your life as a young person, that, okay, God's going to use me. God's going to use me. I have these skills and I'm going to be able to use them for the kingdom. But somehow you don't believe that in yourself. You know, we have a, all of us do. We all struggle with that. But whenever you get on the mission field, they're just so thankful that you took time out to come be a part of this. And then, so you're like, okay. And then you're like, God, I've got these skills. Maybe I can sing. Maybe I can speak. Maybe I can do a devotion, whatever that is. I'm going to meet you at the end of my comfort zone, at the end of what I think my skills are. And then God just steps in and he totally takes you way beyond, shatters all the boxes, all the perceptions of what you thought you could do. And it's this light bulb moment for young people to be like, oh, wow, when I connect with God, when I give him what I have, th there's just no telling what can happen, right? Like I've seen... Um, so many miracles have blinded eyes open. So many people get in the Holy Ghost at the same time. And it's all because some young people are willing to step outside of their comfort zone to do that. And then I think that changes their perception. That changes their perspective of, okay, I'm not in a box anymore. Like I'm not going to put God in a box. I'm not going to keep myself in a box. And it really changes their ministry mindset. So when they come home, they're like, okay, I can do ministry at this level that God really exposed me to. Mm -hmm. So I think that for a young person, it, it changes their ministry perspective, their perspective about how God loves them and wants to use them, as well as just a global perspective of how people live their life differently. And it makes you more aware of what's going on around you and how you can help serve others. Cause you're like exposed to a different culture. They do things differently. But when you come home, I feel like you're more sensitive and more willing to like something that might make you feel uncomfortable before you're like, Oh, that's no big deal. I'm going to love this person even more because I've been exposed to something different. Mm. 
Yeah, that's so good. Exposure breeds burden. That's all. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, so let's say we've got a student or a few students that are ready to go. Um, they want to do AYC. Um, give our youth pastors some practical tips. How can we help them fundraise? Or is that like on the youth ministry to help them? Are they on their own? What, what are some fundraising tips? Yeah, absolutely. So that is a good question. Um, and each young person is different. Some of them can come up with some really good ideas. I know there was a young lady in, um, I feel like she was in Wisconsin, maybe she made like game sets, like, like bag sets or whatever and sold them. I know she did it for SFC, but I think she also tried to sell some of them for her AYC trip too. So I encourage young people to think of things outside the box to fundraise for AYC. Um, it is on them. Now the you, the church sometimes will take up an offering for that young person to help them make their payments or um, will the youth pastor might help them out or they might send out donation letters. You know, a lot of times if you just let, if students will let people know they're going on a trip, some people may never ever be able to go. For instance, this year's one of the locations is Brazil. So, you, they may never be able to get to go to Brazil, but they want to help fund a student to go because they almost can like attend that trip through them. So they want to help them financially and then um, really get to see how God changes them and just be a part of it that way. So when people ask like, how do I fundraise all this money or how do I get, you know, get going on that? I just start like start saving um, as much as possible and just do like, I don't know, walks or sell items or tell people about it, whatever it works, get an extra job. You know, whenever I was 18 on my first one, I worked at Sonic. <laughs> so I was a car hop and um, you got paid like your hourly wage and then you got tips too. So I just saved all my tips. I just lived off my paycheck and I saved all my tips for my trips. So like I just, when I did an extra job, I would clean houses every once in a while or whatever that looks like just to raise that money to, um, to fund my mission trips. Because at the end of it all, like I know it's a lot of work at the beginning and it looks a lot like, Oh my gosh, how can I raise like $3,000 for a trip? That's a lot. But I, God always took care of me, always gave me opportunities to raise that money or find that money. And at the end of it all, like after the trip, I always thought, wow, I would pay this double for what it did for my ministry and how it changed my life. Yeah. So I know it's a lot like a young uh, youth pastor is like, man, fundraising. And I know when I was a youth worker, fundraising wasn't always my favorite thing to do, but we always made it happen, you know, because we knew that the, the labor was worth it. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Very good. Um, well, we want to roll out the red carpet for AYC 2021, right? Here in the yes. So uh, tell us a little bit about next year. Uh, maybe take us through the locations or whatever you want to do to, to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to have to get my, li my list because you know how that goes. Like I'm going to, there's 18 trips wow. and I don't want to miss one. Yeah. You know, like that's how many opportunities we have for the young people. But we did, um, so I know AYC 2020 didn't get to happen. A lot of things didn't get to happen in 2020. So we tried to really make those trips that were available in 2020 happen in 21 if it was available. So we did get a couple bleed over. But as far as locations, we have 18, 13 global and five North American. So 
amazing opportunities. Prices and dates aren't out just yet. They will be September 1st. So they'll have to be looking for that to know. But as far as the locations, we have Argentina, Benin, West Africa, Brazil, uh, Costa Rica, Haiti, Madagascar, Malaysia, Malta, Morocco. So that's two. Like they'll spend a couple days in Morocco and a couple days and then the rest of the trip in Mor uh, Malta. And that's our 21 and older trip. So this year we're having a trip that you have to be 21 or older to go on for a couple reasons and just that demographic to be able to bond a little bit more. But also that we're going to two different countries. There's an inter-country flight, you know, just a little bit more logistically for an older crowd. Um, Romania, Scotland, Sri Lanka, Switzerland. And then in North America, we're doing Halifax, Los Angeles, New York City, San Marcos, Texas, Seattle, and Toronto. So those are our 18 locations. Man, those are great locations. Yeah, I'm really excited about them. I um been planning with the host here in the last couple of weeks, trying to get some things nailed down, and they're so excited for young people to go over, come over and help them. They're ready. They're ready for them right now if we can send them. So. Wow, that's so awesome. Uh, so, so you mentioned a date where uh, the prices will come out. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. so yeah, dates and prices. Mm -hmm. Dates and prices for the trips. Uh, and, and what is that, September 1st, you said? September 1st, we'll post it on social media as well as on our website. So if they click on a destination, it'll say, you know, Brazil's going to happen June 27th through July 3rd or whatever. And the cost is $2,900. It'll tell them all their information on that. Okay. So listeners pay attention to September 1st and then what yes. happens on November 1st? Applications open up. So students can apply for an AYC trip on November 1st. Awesome. get that destination that they're wanting that they've been praying about that yeah. God's told them to go on that their pastor said yes they can so <laughs> very cool so you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned social media uh, where can people find out more um, and connect with AYC yeah so we're on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and tw our Twitter and Instagram handle is a y c o r p s mm. That is, um, and then on Facebook, it's Apostolic Youth Corps. So we post um, majority on all three of those same information. So you guys can, whichever one is your platform that you enjoy more, you can connect with us. We'd love to, love to connect with y'all. Very cool. And then uh, what's your website and what can they find on the website versus social media? Yeah. So the website is www.apostolicyouthcore.com. And on the website, it's going to have more of your details. Like if you want to drill down and you want to know what the cost, what cost covers, you know, does it cover my flight? Does it not cover my flight? Does it cover my luggage? Does it not? And then like how to prepare for a trip, our country concerns, health concerns, packing tips, like all of those details of what an AYC trip is, how to prepare for it. You're going to want to get on our website because we have so many opportunities for you to really learn about AYC. If you want to learn about the team, if you want to know more about what it is, frequently asked questions, how the funds, how payments work, all of that details are on the website as well as our destination. So you can click a destination page learn about it. Um, there'll be a cool promo video for each destination loaded on the website by September 1st as well. So you'll get to see like a hype video about it. 
um, all those type of things. So that's the different, that's what on the website, social media is going to have basic information. So we'll post a graphic that has destinations, prices and dates, but it's not going to give you a lot of details. It's going to be kind of like, here's high level, here's a highlight, go to the website for more information. Kind gotcha. of. Super helpful. Awesome. Well, um, you and I are, are avid travelers. So I know after 2020, what we've been through, uh, <laughs> everyone needs to get on a 2021 trip. Yes, yes, yes. And I know a lot of people are asking me, I'll say this. Um, people are like, okay, do you think AYC can happen in 21? I'll say this. I've been praying about it. I don't feel like God's pushing the brakes on it right now. Um, I do realize that there's a lot of stuff happening in the world and we don't know what it looks like. But I will say that we're willing to work and adjust as much as possible to make AYC happen. So just for everyone to know that might be like questioning or concerned about it, we're keeping up. I, I talked to our host missionaries about at least once a week, if not even more. We just discuss items and they tell me about country concerns. And then I read the State Department website, CDC website, travel blogs, all of this, just to try to stay up to date on what's needed. And right now each country is different. But I will say that our pledge here in the office is to um, make sure that our students are safe. We'll never send them anywhere that is unsafe, but um, that we are willing to try to adjust to the times to make AYC happen for 21 for right now. That's so <laughs> awesome. You guys are first class. It's, it's AYC is amazing. Oh, thank you. Cool. Well, we're so honored that you have taken time to uh, talk to our youth leaders and help them think about if they don't have a uh, local culture of uh, world impact, they need to uh, to get outside the box. So thank you for talking to us. Um, any, any final thoughts for our youth pastors or um, youth leaders on the topic of, of missions trips? And then if you don't mind, uh, maybe close us out in prayer. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I just wanna encourage our youth leaders and youth workers just to, empower your young people to be mission-minded. Maybe they don't attend an AYC trip. And while I'm biased and I love AYC and I want every single young person to go on it, you know, I just want you to encourage them to be mission-minded because this is what my pastor told me way back in the day. He said, I'm so thankful that our young people had the opportunity to go on a mission trip, really get to hear what God has to say about their life, really get to hear him clear so that they can mold and plan their life around the will of God instead of having to restructure it later when it's, they actually hear it. So if they can get engaged at a younger age, then it's going to set them up for success in the ministry and in what God has for them in the future. So I feel like investing in them to go on a missions trip or be mission minded, creating that culture does really change their life for the better. So whatever that looks like, and just a pat on the back or an encouragement from their youth pastor means all the, all the more. Cause I know when my pastor or my youth pastor was like, Hey, I'm really loving that you're going on these missions trips and um, I'm glad that you're engaged. I'm like, Oh wow. You know, it's just that encouragement thing, you know, just to pat them on the back. So if they have any questions, any youth workers or youth pastors, I am an open book and I'm here to help. So they can reach out. I'm on um, all social medias or they can email me or whatnot, but I'm, I always want to help our local levels to get them engaged more. So. Awesome. 
Okay. Well, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share what missions is to me and what I feel like missions is to young people. Lord, I ask that this encourage a youth pastor or a youth worker to really create a mission culture within their local church, Lord. And I ask that you bless every single youth pastor and youth worker that's listening to this podcast right now and that you really inspire them and give them a vision for their youth group to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey friends, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. We are praying for you and we believe in you. Thank you for all that you are doing for students and for youth ministry. If this episode has helped you, provided insight or encouragement, we encourage you to send this out to your youth pastor friends, text this to your youth team members, and we can all grow together. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, find us at uh, under our handle at Rush Students, and we'd love to connect with you. And once again, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you will help us so much by leaving a rating and review. Hey, we can't wait to hang out with you next time. My name is Preston Keller, and you have been listening to the Rush Student Ministry Podcast. Podcast.